Now, if you're sitting down to eat your dinner while you listen to Money News tonight, or maybe you're getting ready to eat your dinner, take a look for me at what's on your plate. Because what you'll probably see is some of the best meat and fresh produce that Australian farmers come up with on a very regular basis. And it's not just us Aussies benefiting from all that goodness. 11.6% of total goods and services exported by Australia in 2021-22 is thanks to the work of agribusiness. It's a sector vital to our whole economy. And that's what's quite intriguing about this year's Australian agribusiness outlook that's been done by Rabobank. After yesterday's dump of good news on inflation and the booming market, it looks like agribusiness is set to deliver some more good news, with Rabobank saying the sector is moving confidently into 2024. So what will it mean? Will there be more bumper exports and even lower prices for consumers at the supermarket? Well, Stefan Vogel is the Rabo Research General Manager for Australia and New Zealand, and he's also the lead author of this report. And Stefan's with us now. Welcome to Money News. Thanks for having me, Deborah. I tell you what, we've been starved for positive news with the economy of late, but when we saw this report, we thought let's highlight it as well. Good news, isn't it, for farmers and agribusiness all round? It is a little bit good news, absolutely. Um, Clearly, if you look back two years ago, it was a very good season for most farmers, high prices, good volumes. Last year, especially this, the end of the last year, was actually facing a lot of commodities at very low commodity prices. While we, when we went to supermarkets, still didn't see that. And it often is that those prices have to take a little bit of time until they flow through the systems. The good news on the farming side is, that we see some of those prices, especially for those very low livestock uh, prices that were faced on farm gates. So the dairy side is doing well, but the beef side and the sheep side were not doing well. So for sheep and beef, we see a little bit of a recovery. But for consumers, I don't think they need to get worried right now. I think prices for consumers will not move much up in that regard. It's more the consumer uh, doesn't or has not seen yet that very low price. While on farm gate, they really felt it on day one when these prices collapsed. And now they finally get some margin back because uh, operating at prices on a farm with uh, levels that were well below what we have seen at any point in time before in the last 10 years is a tough one. So good rains have really helped the confidence for that livestock sector. Yeah, because we did have pretty dire predictions for the weather. A hot and dry summer is what was forecast and it didn't quite eventuate. A nice surprise, I guess, for farmers. It was a very good surprise for farmers, most of them. Clearly, um, those who got a lot of the rains on the coastal side, uh, a lot of the fresh produce uh, people uh, that produce the fruit and veggies for us, they struggled a little bit with those rains. But for the big, big sectors, and if we're thinking about uh, the size of the beef sector, the size of the grain sector, the dairy sector, all of these sectors are actually benefiting more or less from those rains. It brings confidence back because especially the, the sheep and uh, beef areas had to lighten up some of the inventories so whenever they see dryness coming or they are told that dryness might come they have to lighten up a little bit the amount of livestock they have on farms thinking that they might not be able to feed all of them because there is not enough grass grown on the on the landscape now with these rains the outlook is much more positive for them and even for those who are planting wheat canola barley so important crops that are feeding us with uh, beer and bread but also uh, move to the world market in big terms. Those farms right now are not having those crops in the field, but before the planting period, getting some of those rains, facing the situation that it can rain in an early new year is a good news. And if you're looking at many more weather models these days, they're all telling you that hopefully it's going to fade away this El Nino event and we may move into a more neutral or even 
the opposite syndrome. So with that, we might actually see also some rains coming back further into that season. So we're hopeful that also the big crops uh, on farm will turn out with a good yield. Just on wheat as well, we've had that global wheat price fall from the peak when the war in Ukraine first started. But two years on, is it still a big geopolitical story that it's affecting commodity prices? Are there any others that will come to the forefront this year? Well, the the geopolitical focus is shifting somewhat. So clearly the war, unfortunately, in Ukraine is continuing. Um, But if you look, Russia has exported in that whole period large volumes of grain to the world market. So the aggressor in this situation has continued to export because uh, there has been been no restriction on that export. For good reasons, we all need to eat and Russia is a producer. On the other side, Ukrainian volumes have come down. But the market has just overcome the initial fear, the uncertainty, and has seen that even Ukraine is able to export sizable volumes, especially here the last few weeks. They have been exporting very good volumes again. So that's all pressuring the prices. And on top of that, when we look at geopolitics, we actually need to shift our focus now into the Middle East. Israel is not a big uh, consumer or exporter of agri-products, but the situation in the Red Sea is clearly well, changing. Well, we saw the shipload of the, the Australian live, live meat exports having to be turned back. Exactly. So that is, is partly of the issue. But uh, if we're looking now into 2024, I think we see the big issue actually on the Red Sea side with vessels not going through the Suez Canal, but having to take that very long route around the, uh, the African uh, continent. And that basically means you're taking capacity out of the market. They take uh, maybe just four round trips between Asia and Europe or Asia and the Americas rather than five. And that uh, means you have less available capacity. We have seen container rates going up, and that is a bit the concern that uh, consumers may want to keep in mind. Everything we're handling these days or a lot of these products uh, that we're handling uh, I imported as well. Um, so whatever we bring in usually is in a container. If container freights go up, it usually increases a bit our cost. So yeah. when we look at the inflation going forward, this shipping situation for now is not a massive problem. But I think we have uh, to expect that it might actually turn out a little bit worse before it gets better. And uh, we see more and more shipping lines taking the long way, shipping routes. Uh, long way means freight costs going up. Right now we're still about a third of the level what we were two years ago, but we have more or less doubled um, in the last four weeks already on that freight side. So container is getting more expensive, which means some of our imports get a little bit more expensive, unfortunately. And look, no conversation's a decent one without talking about cheese, I would argue, but the price of cheese has been through the roof at supermarkets recently. Does the outlook, the good outlook, give an indication that the price of cheese and milk and dairy is going to moderate? Well, we don't look at or we don't forecast prices for cheese in supermarket, but we look at what the dairy sector is doing. And dairy prices have been very, very strong in Australia in the last 12 months. We think they will slightly come down, but will still remain at a, at a very positive level so that farmers will make a margin. However, what we also see is that this high price for dairy and dairy products that we're paying here in Australia is attracting imports. So we have seen over the last couple of months more and more imports from our neighbours in New Zealand, but also from other parts of the world who are happily shipping some of their cheese, some of their dairy products over to us. So we're looking at a little bit of a more moderate price at farm level for dairy and hopefully maybe even also in the supermarket we may see some of those cheese products getting a bit cheaper at some point in time. But clearly milk in the supermarket has already come down quite a bit from those higher prices we had maybe a year and a half or two years ago.
Well, I'll let you go and maybe enjoy some cheese, maybe a nice glass of Australian wine to wash it down with as well. Stefan, thanks so much. Thank you very much for having me.